This is The Other Show. All the stuff that wasn't important enough to get on the air with Bob Clark and Candy Cruz. And I just told him to walk in whenever he... Damn well feels like it. Well, he's... I think he's on his way. Well, we can hear him is he, from is down he, the hall. Yeah, we can hear him. That's, that's, uh, that's one of the things about Doug. You can always hear him. Even when no you don't want to. Yeah. Especially when you don't want to. I mean, he literally could be in his studio at Magic. Yeah. Down the hall. I could be in the something happens and, and you can hear him. It just rumbles through the building in the fifth floor. But he's an interesting cat. And I'm looking forward to talking to him about his uncle, Leo DeRocher, uh, Hall of Fame baseball manager. Oh. Yeah. He, I mean, he's one of the... His, it, what's funny is his uncle Leo DeRocher is one of the most famous characters in baseball history. Really? And yes, and Doug is one of the most famous characters to ever work here in this building. It's <laughs> one way to so put it. So it runs in the family. I don't think there's any question about that. And that's one of the neat things about working in the early morning shift. Yeah. Is because there's this sort of this kinship between all of the other people who work early in the morning as well because really nobody else is in the building yet. Yeah, and we leave really before the other people, the normies as yeah. I call them, get here. So we we, you, so we, so we all get to sort of hang out a little yeah. bit in the morning. And we see each other in the hallways and that's it. So you kind of, uh, you know, not that I've grown a friendship with every single person that's worked early in the morning since I've been doing the morning show on KKOB since, you know, for 13 years. Yeah. But, you know, Doug, it's hard not to. Doug and Duran, his partner on Magic too, they're both... Uh, they're both a lot of fun. Yeah. Where is he? He gets a little moody, too. A little? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's an emotional cat. Yeah, sometimes I'll hear him say things, and it's like, boy, I sure hope his microphone was off at that point. Oh, if we're out of coffee, <laughs> the oh. expletives. Oh. Well, see, here's the other thing about fly. Doug, too. Here's the other thing about Doug. He uh, he's usually one of the first people in the building in the morning, so he makes the first big pot of coffee mm-hmm. in the back. And this morning... Um, I came in and he had already made the first pot. So I was grabbing some and I took a sip of it and it was cold. And almost I went, oh God, what's wrong with this coffee? And all of a sudden I hear Doug down the hall going, why is this coffee cold? (laughs) And I could hear him stomping back toward the kitchen. He even walks loudly. Yeah. He does. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. His poor mother. He does. And uh, what he realized because uh, he told, I said, he goes, why is this coffee cold? I, and he says, well, the, the 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 switch to the coffee maker back in the kitchen was turned off all night, apparently. I said, well, yeah, that, that makes sense. And when you turn it back on, you do have to give it a little while so the Dude, water can the water. heat back up. So yeah. the second pot was fine. So. <laughs> it's hard. Ah! He told me I'm right behind you. Wait, can I ask you guys, do you think the kinship in the morning is because there's no engineers, there's no Here he is. Help? Here comes Doug. Yeah, we're sort of on our own. Yeah. Like if, yeah. like right, Doug. If if we're working, come we're on like over here. We're like all the unwanted the children. Microphone. It's a podcast, but you had. still need a mic. Okay. <laughs> just work around me. I'll be in your way. That that is one of the. And we were just talking about the kinship that all of us sort of have who work early in the mornings, and it's been that way. I'm sure that's been that way at places you've worked over oh, your absolutely. career. Absolutely. Because we're sort of we feel like we're on our own in many ways, and it, and in many ways it's a positive thing, but then if there's some technical issues or if the printer doesn't work, there aren't many of us here who really know how to fix it. Exactly. So, so we get to commiserate uh, in, in on those kinds of negatives, too. Well, when there are problems like that, I usually like to alert everybody um, by cursing as loudly as I can down the hallway. Yeah, I was talking sure about that. Are, huh? Yep. Oh, we've noticed. 
we've <laughs> we've noticed there's no question about it and the other thing is and it's been my experience uh with some of the people who work on the fm side and doug works on magic fm right uh what i love is after you're done and most of the fm stations in the building the shift is over at nine yes there, there are still things to do but your on-air shift is over at nine we go till 10 <laughs> We go to 10 on 96.3 News Radio KKOB. So almost immediately, about right right around 9.05, when we're getting ready to go back, you can see Doug just sort of, he's just sort of like walking around. It's like he's got something to say, and he's looking for someone to say it to. Very strong opinions. That, huh? you're, you're, you have very strong opinions. You actually would be very. There are a couple of people on the FM side who I think would be very good in, on, on news talk, and yeah. one of them's Doug. I've always wanted or sports to do talk, talk radio and, and sports mouthy. talk. Uh, and and, uh, and and Juan Velasco uh, oh, yeah. from KRST. You're right. Yeah, I don't I think there's too. any question he'd be great in news talk. Uh, I do guest time. sometimes on the sports animal. Yes, uh, I stuck my hot head in Doug takes. Is that what they call it? Uh, hot take Dougie. Hot is take Dougie. that's adorable. <laughs> It sounds like a dance. No, I'll tell you honestly, because of the, you know, I, I love sports and I talk, so I'll poke my head in there all the time. Um, whereas you are a much more intimidating figure, Bob. Me? I would never just pop my head in in the middle of your show. I'd be scared. Oh, he'll kill you. Well, it's it's interesting though that there are, there are people who I work with who are more than willing to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yep. Especially when it comes time to delivering the morning newspaper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't scowls. care what's going on. If the paper has arrived, then I'm willing to interrupt whatever I'm talking about do, just do, so I can get do that Do you delivered. find it at all ironic that Doug DeRocher thinks I'm intimidating? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're tall. I think okay. that's it. <laughs> that's like the first thing people go off of is height. Yeah. And so width. I, yeah. And that's, that's that's what's neat about this podcast is we're going to be able to get people like Doug and other folks on that we don't normally talk to right. when we're on the air on 96.3 News Radio KKOB. And uh, I know Carlos at uh, the QFM. Yeah. He's a longtime friend of yours. I can't wait for that. We've been best buds since 94. She's really? got, she's yeah. got stories, know. Doug. She's got stories. So some that I probably can't tell. Yeah. We'll have to discuss beforehand. Yes. Me and Carlos. Car- Carlo, you're going to have to get permission from Carlos yeah. before that. Well, just because we're bringing we'll up do that like in pers- a few weeks. personalities and morning people. And I said, you're, you can be a bit intimidating, and I know that I've been told that too because I yell a lot. Yeah. Um, Carlos is the most laid back yeah. morning personality really I have met in my entire career. He and really he's is that way off the air too. Yeah, like you can tell him his house is on fire, and he's like, "Well, after this commercial, I'll get up." And <laughs> he's so chill in asked, every situation. I asked his co-host Kiki one time, out of curiosity, "Have you ever seen Carlos lose his temper and get angry?" And her answer was, "No." Now, how many people can you say that right. about for years? No, right. I've yeah. never seen them angry. Yeah. I saw him frustrated once when he came to Florida to visit me and we fell off some jet skis trying to pet a dolphin and we couldn't get back on the jet ski cuz we were both too fat. We sat there almost drowning for like 30 minutes while our jet ski time was running out. So I saw him get slightly frustrated. Uh-huh. At that point, but still, no cussing. I well, was doing all the cussing. I'm looking forward to hearing that story, uh, more of it when, when Carlos <laughs> is on with us. And we'll get, we're, you know, Kiki's another one. She takes up a lot of the oxygen on the QFM on that show, and I wonder oh, yeah. if that's, you know, you know, I wonder if that's why he's sort of quiet. But he's, has he always been that way? He's always been that way. Yeah, okay. He's always been he's really just real chill. Back. He's just a very Absolutely. relaxed. And, and Steph Duran, your, your partner yep. with Doug and Duran in the mornings on Magic, she's, uh, she's a hoot too. Oh yeah, she's a ton you of guys, fun. We get a lot, we're uh, honestly, um, and I think a lot people alike. pick it up. We're a lot of like we're way too much alike. We get along great. In fact, the thing that bothers me the most is we'll tend to agree on nine out of ten subjects, which okay. I actually find annoying. Oh okay, hmm. interesting. That's kind of like us. 
you know, when it comes to topics. We agree on something. Sometimes some I have to try to rein you in a little bit. You get mad when I don't agree. So I said, No, I don't get mad when you don't uh, agree. Because I still don't think no, the coronavirus I, is a big deal. And he gets really. I don't, I don't think it's a big deal either. But it's still a reality that the world is dealing with. Maybe not so it's here in New shit. Mexico. And, and, but, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang the impact on, that on the one. Uh, yeah. yeah the impact on international travel and a global economy is real. I am concerned about your Italy trip. Well, just because I want you to go to Italy and bring me something cool back, yeah. selfish reasons. At this well, point, we're supposed it, to we're supposed to leave March 29th, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, got, I, we got my, time. If I had to guess right now, I'd be very surprised if we're boarding that plane. It's but a, you never know. Aww. It's a legitimate excuse to back out of any single event that you didn't want to go to for the next three months. Isn't that oh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> there isn't you that go. the truth? Especially if your friends want you to go to their, their kids' play or something yes. at right? school. Nope, sorry, coronavirus. Yep, yep. I've got concerns. I've run out of hand sanitizer, <laughs> and I'm not going to the Kiva Auditorium without any. Your mom needs help getting the grocery store. Nope, coronavirus. Whatsoever. All right, the other, the, and, and, one of the, and I remember when Doug first, how long have you been? Two years? Uh, no, I've been here about three and a half years. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Three and a half years. And I remember, I didn't, I didn't know your last name at first until you wore a baseball jersey one time, and it was DeRocher on the bag. And I'm like, Doug DeRocher. I said, DeRocher. I said, that's, a, that's not a common last name. And yeah. I just, I thought to myself, I wonder. So I went up and asked him one day. I said, by any chance, Doug, are you related to Leo DeRocher, the Hall of Fame manager? Uh, and he goes, yeah, absolutely, I am. What is, he's your He's my great uncle. Your great uncle. So he was your brother. Your, yeah. So his that's grandfather, cool. his, great, his, his dad's uncle, so his great uncle is... Leo DeRocher. Nice guys finish last. Yes, uh, but he also had, uh, his nickname was Louis the Lip, or Leo the Lip, I'm yep. sorry, Leo the Lip, and I thought, well, that oh, apparently that's... runs in the family, Yeah, because we could call you Dougie the Lip, too. Uh, I'm not a lot like most of the people in my family. I'm kind of different, um, and when I first, when I was like 17, and I started researching my great uncle Leo, and the first thing I read was, he was known for his volcanic temper and a smart <laughs> mouth, and I remember going... Oh, that's my own. That's yes. my flesh and blood. There yes, <laughs> absolutely. Now he 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 played for many years mm-hmm. uh, with the Yankees. In fact, he was with the Yankees when Babe Ruth no was kidding. with the Yankees. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, and then he went on to play for the Reds. He went on to play for the St. Louis Cardinals. He played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, but obviously, he made his mark in baseball more as a manager. Yes, uh, he's one of the all-time winningest managers in baseball history with 208 wins. He was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1994. He was wow. the manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers, the New York Giants, the Chicago Cubs, and then final two years of his career with the Houston Astros. I'm you know, if they were ste- was he stealing signs with the Astros too back I, in 1972? I, I I don't know if he was, but I can guarantee you from everything I know about the personality that he was that he was trying his very hardest to do that. Yeah, that sounds about what, right. What's it like having Leo DeRocher in the family? Um, I, I'm super proud. I think it's really yeah. happy. But to be quite honest, Bob, only uh, men of a certain age ever bring it up. To me. <laughs> oh. Well, our program director Jared. He's a millennial. I think he's 38 or 39. When I mentioned that you, he was your great uncle, he went, who? Who? Leo yeah. DeRocher. Oh. It's like, if, if you're a baseball fan, how do you not know the legend of Leo DeRocher? I don't just know. just here talking about Citizen Kane. He's, uh, <laughs> he's third all time on being thrown out of games. Oh, yeah. There's awesome. a shot. Uh, which is a great thing. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched the um, Jackie Robinson movie they did a few years ago. I think 43 was the name of it. I've seen of it. it. Was it the one on HBO or the one that was in the theaters? The one that was in the theaters. I, no, I haven't seen that one. I've seen the one 
Uh, that was on HBO 42 with Billy Crystal, I guess. Yes. Uh, he did that. Okay. Um, no, this is about Jackie Robinson's first year okay. when he, they call him up to the Brooklyn so Dodgers. So Leo's portrayed in this he, movie. He was the manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers, but got suspended for that entire season yeah. for his involvement with gamblers and for having an affair with a uh, married woman. Oh, He'd be fine now. So how how did they portray him in the movie? Oh, I couldn't have been happier. In fact, I went to go see the movie knowing that he was going to be in it, and I was very nervous about how you know my own relative would be portrayed. Uh, he has a great scene in there where he calls all the guys from the team down into the basement of the hotel in the middle of the night because he had heard that there was a petition circulating that we're not going to play with Jackie Robinson. And? So he wakes him up in the middle of the night, brings him down into the kitchen, starts throwing pots and pans around, and basically tells him, you don't want to play with this guy, you can get off of this team then because Fantastic. I don't care, I don't wow. care if someone is red, white, blue, or has polka dots. I'm going to put them on my team if they play baseball. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really What cool. a great story that is. Yeah, it yeah. made me really proud, too. Yeah, and, awesome. but, but at the same time, I mean, he wasn't actually in the dugout when Jackie Robinson made his debut, no, right? Because you he said not. he was suspended, but he was still traveling with the team and hanging out and everything? Uh, no, he didn't get to go near the team. He was oh, there okay. for spring training, and right before the season started, they, they oh, that's got he... rid of him for a year, and he okay. was back a, the year after that. Okay. Uh, but later in the movie, too, there's a great huge scene where the Philadelphia Phillies manager at the time is this yes. super racist oh, manager who is Let me take saying, that back. Oh, right. oh. Well, he's talking all kinds of horrible <laughs> nice stuff to no. Jackie as he's no. at the plate, and I remember thinking, thank God that's not my great uncle. You know, right, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a big Phillies fan, so that's why I reacted. I was like, yes, what's he going to say? It's like, oh, I didn't want to hear that part of it. <laughs> wasn't Connie Mack, was it? Uh, no, it was Ben somebody, but I can't remember the last name. I'll have to look it up. And I believe that was the last year he ever uh, managed in the major leagues, too. Yeah. Let me did, see that did, picture. Did baseball run at all in your... Did, Run in your family during those generations with anybody else, or was it just no? With Uncle honestly, Leo? no, no other relatives ever played even in the minor leagues. That's wow. yeah, that's absolutely incredible. I mean, it must make for. Do, do, is there anyone in the family who looks like him? <laughs> I don't know. Do I look like him? I don't think so, really. Well, not, maybe not from that picture. And plus, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a goatee. Uh, well, said, I'm, going, I'm going to go with the personality. Uh, volcanic temper, smart mouth. I like that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely take after him. I don't think there's any question uh, about that. Do so you have any famous relatives? Um, let me think. I do not. I do not. We're what distantly about you? we're distantly related to uh Nancy Kerrigan. No really? kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Through my Greek side. I know how embarrassing. You would really think it was Tanya Harding. Everyone who knows me. If only my partner Steph Duran was here. Steph Duran does the greatest impersonation of Nancy Kerrigan right after she got hit in the knee. It's no embarrassing. Yeah, you don't just talk like about you were it. doing it. Now, I, 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 when I answered your question, I said just based on whether we know for sure. There's always been speculation. Uh, my mom's mom, so my grandmother, uh, Clara, uh, her maiden name was Shakespeare. So there, there's always been sort of, um, I don't want to say an assumption, but a belief that if we ever really went way back on the family tree, on her side of the family, there would be some sort of connection to William Shakespeare. Because that's not, that's not a real common name. No. Uh, that's a real common to claim. name last year either. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get a, a baseball jersey and put Shakespeare on the back of it <laughs> and walk around. And maybe people will just come up to me out of left field and say, are you related to William Shakespeare? <laughs> Great, 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 grandfather. Who could prove you wrong? You know, with all of the ancestry.com and stuff, maybe it's worth a maybe it's worth a try. Oh, don't do it. They'll clone you. 
Have you done? No, I will. Ancestry.com? Absolutely not, because I'm afraid of being cloned and framed for murder, which. (laughs) Wow. I've got a lot of enemies up there. You know, I'm not trying to put my DNA. I've heard a lot of reasons why people wouldn't want to do it, but that's the first time I've heard that. Framed for murder, buddy. How so? How can you be framed for murder by if doing ancestry.com? They've ancestry. got my DNA. They can smear it wherever they want. Yeah. There you go. DNA Here, evidence. And, and, and here's here's one of the things about ancestry.com, too, that people, they fall into this trap, and I think Elizabeth Warren did, too. But I have a couple of friends on Facebook that I've known for many years who did the ancestry.com and come back and say, Native American, two, who knew? But what, the, what ancestry.com does is they consider any roots you have in Central America. Oh, that won't get you the check. To be, quote, Native American. So that's the trap they kind of fall into. It's like, well, no, maybe you just have somebody who's from Argentina or whatever, whatever country it may be from Central. No, I mean, Central America, just any country that's within the Central America region. Uh, What would be some of the others? Uh, Venezuela. You can do it for the dog. I want to do it for some dogs. (laughs) Got some dogs I'd do the DNA test What, to see if maybe they have uh, uh, blood roots to Lassie or something? A a mutt from the pound. You don't know. It's just a weird looking dog. You don't know what it is. You can send their DNA in and find out exactly what they're their bloodline is. You know, every dog on the planet, 98% of their DNA is traced directly to a gray wolf. Right. All dogs. Every dog. Yeah. Every breed. Yeah. It, what? Well, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> you breed. That's how how dogs came about. You you would breed in certain you know characteristics and breed oh, yeah. out other ones. Oh, no. Look, even with, even with it down Honey, our little 15-pound Maltese poodle mix. Yeah. I, I mean, she does things where it's like, well, there's the, there's the, uh, the dog in her there's coming the out. There's the wolf in you. There's the wolf in her. Uh, coming out. And every dog has those moments. I don't think there's any question about it. In fact, Some I think there's a big others. dog food company that plays that their their uh, TV Call commercials right now. Is that is that what it's called? Call and Blue Buffalo. They basically make that. that point. Yeah. It's like yeah. your dog is really a wolf, and you, those instincts that they still right. have in them need to be taken care of. Don't Feed your them. animal what what his ancestors ate in the wild. Like, right. They forget to bring up that if you were a wolf in the wild, you would sometimes go several days without eating at all. Which yeah. is actually how the, the longest, I found out recently that that's like a new food trend with dogs because the world's longest living bull mastiff lived 13 years and that's what her owner did. Gave him meat and just a big slab of like a leg of something and then didn't feed him for three days. Longest yeah. living dog. Whoa. Interesting. Do you have a dog, Doug? Uh, yeah, I do now. Uh, yeah. My girlfriend just recently moved in with me, so now I've inherited a dog. Okay. Before that, I just had cats. All right, Does it now, like you? The other thing I wanted to talk to Doug about before we wrap this up is on Valentine's Day, on Magic, live on the air, oh, boy. you proposed to your girlfriend. I did. How did it, and I, I know she said yes, yeah, so I'm not asking from that perspective, but overall, <laughs> how did it go? I know you were very nervous throughout the morning. I was. In fact, I surprised myself because I had planned it all week. You know, I do the radio every day, but I was completely nervous. Uh, I, I sang, I tried to sing her "Love Me Tender" by Elvis, which I have practiced before and usually good at. And I, I was, I, I, I choked like, up. Love me tender, so, yeah. love me sweet. That's even cuter. I actually would be normally very upset with my performance of the yeah. whole thing, but I guess as people, oh, it was so cute. <laughs> All right. Didn't didn't Steph have to give you the boot and say go take a walk around the block for a little while in the yeah. mornings? Yeah, to work uh, off yeah, some of your nervous energy. Absolutely. Wow. And I normally, I never would have done it like that. I can say quite honestly, yeah. that was not at all the way I would want to do things. But I had had, we'd had a th- hypothetical conversation uh, before about how would you want this to be. And without hesitation, she said, I want it to be on the air on your show. Oh, okay. So she so, wasn't necessarily t- taken way off guard then. She just didn't know it was coming that day. Right. Well, she actually thought it was going to be a year from now. I thought, I went through the entire week under the 
idea that she knows it's coming, but she's going to play dumb. She really didn't know it was coming. Oh, she okay. was completely how'd blown you trick away. Her into well, how did you? Yeah, how did you coax her into coming to the studio that uh, morning on Valentine's her, Day? Right? I told her that uh, me and Steph uh, were both bringing in our significant others. And we were going to play a version of the the newlywed game. Oh, okay. How well do you know your spouse? Right. That would be fun. Good cover. Yes, and and I'm glad she said yes, and I, I and I figured when you set this up, you knew she was going to say yes. But let's face it, though, it would have been a better radio bit had she said no. That's whatever. Every friend I have, you you just said the same thing. Everyone I know in radio, they're like, "Gee, I sure hope she says yes." But if she didn't, that'd be a great radio moment, man. <laughs> It's Steph could have been ready with the loser horn. Wah, 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 or the bleep wah. button. because I probably... run out of the studio and <laughs> go to commercial. Absolutely. This was fun. And, and we're, and we're going to do, do this with some of the other FM personalities. But we'll definitely have you back. Sure. Anytime. All right. Actually. The other show. We'll talk to you next week.